Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. God, Vicar. That's the first thing I've done is burp. Good. Great. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. As I can't help it. When I'm hungover, it's just like, I can't help it. Are you really regretting? Yeah. Every, Can I tell every... you what I'm actually feeling? I just feel like, so we've taken a break. This is bitch and every week we talk about a different person. We've taken a break in mm. order to get our shit together. <laughs> and it hasn't worked. It's, it hasn't done, worked. it's done the opposite. We're back. Your do shit you... just goes in a different direction. Do you know who we're talking about this week? Do you know? Uh, Alan McMaster. Oh, well done. Do you know who that is? He's a Scottish man who invented the first ever toaster. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Fair play. You've done more research than I have. Wait a second. Why did you pick him? Because I, I just looked at his Wikipedia and he looks really boring. So I don't know why you've picked him. I really, really like using my toaster. <laughs> Are you joking? That's why you've, that's why you've picked this person. I really, really, really like using my toaster. <clears throat> do you know what else okay. I feel? Well, I hope everyone's ready for 15 minutes of toast chat. Let's do it. <laughs> so we took a break and we're back and this is Bitchiness to say every week we talk about a different person. And this week we're talking about Alan McMaster because I really like using my toaster and he invented the toaster. But do you know why else I picked him, Tilly? I do have a legitimate reason. doesn't mean I've okay. done any research. I feel like I'm trying to practice gratitude in my life oh. and I think it's really important do you not think you're happy enough <laughs> and I think it's think really maybe important you should try the opposite <laughs> it's important oh I see yeah I'm in maybe fear. I should practice some gratitude and maybe oh. you should be a bit ungrateful for a change <laughs> I highly recommend it god it's great at the end of the day I think what's been good about my day mm. And at the beginning of the day, I think, what am I looking forward to today? Do you know what? It That's doesn't nice. work. It doesn't work if you are having a genuinely terrible time. Because yeah, no. Then you go, well, I should be grateful for this toaster because this toaster works really well. But you feel deeply sad in your heart and then you just resent the <laughs> toaster and you feel like... Anyway, but I think it's important to remember every single small little thing of joy in our lives was invented and brought to us. I mean, either by nature and God. Or, or by a man. Or by a man. By a Scottish man, Alan McMaster's. I I love that for you. That's beautiful. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So it didn't work the other day when your when your hope died. Oh yeah, I lost my hope. Yeah. Do you I want was... to tell everyone about that? Yeah, I mean it was only for about twenty four hours. Mm, it's I a lost long time though. Yeah, I genuinely lost you. hope. For me, yeah, it was quite it was quite dark. Do you know things were bad in the news? I felt mm. out of control and frustrated. I felt unable to achieve any good that would counteract all the bad. 
and I felt completely hopeless. And then I got to the end of the day and I said to my flatmates, I'm so sorry, I've just been really hopeless today. Sorry about that. And they literally hadn't noticed. There'd apparently wow. been no visible difference. I thought I'd been a right neggy new. But no, apparently I've been fine. Amazing friendships. Wow. <laughs> you know, you can just tell, you just notice the different, the subtle differences. No idea. I think what actually, to be fair to them, what happened is I probably overcompensated because I was feeling so hopeless. Mm. I was like, well, no one else should have to feel like this, so I'll pretend that there's joy all around us. Maybe that's when I started toasting so much bread. God, bread gets you through, doesn't it? It does, it does. Did Matt notice that you lost your hope? Well, yeah, because I mostly kept saying to him, my hope has gone. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think it's ever coming back. And then it did. And it will for you too. Both My hope's fine. (laughs) Both you. I never me. had it to begin with. <laughs> but also the listener, if there's anyone out there feeling hopeless mm. or hope lost, hope Keep shall going. return. It will come. It will return. Uh, even if it's only just like looking forward to toasting bread. Oh, yes. And how's your hand Lower going your there? expectations. Um, it's, it's fine. You know, it's definitely not a world ender. Um, but I don't drink very much these days. Um... So, like, my absolute maximum amount of drinks that I'll have really is two. That's what I try and stick to. Um, Ideally, I'll just have one. If I just have one, I'm fine. The next day, I'm a little bit groggy, but I'm fine. If I have two, we're going into dangerous territory. Now, the other week, I had a a small wine and a beer, half a beer, uh, and I was okay the next day. Last night, I had two glasses of white wine smallish glasses of white wine this is fascinating isn't it (laughs) but I'm nearly 30 and um I'm very tired and I just this is worlds apart for me this is wild and worlds apart from where I'm at in terms Mm. I could casually have several wines Mm. and be fine have you seen my poster on my wall can you read that no show me Take your time with your wine. Are you a wine mom now? (laughs) Live, laugh, wine. Mary got me that. Because we play Monopoly Deal, as you may remember from previous series of Bitchin. Uh Oh my God. What season is this, do you think? (laughs) Season. The season to end all seasons. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We play Monopoly Deal. This is the farewell season. (laughs) This is our outro. Um, do you know what I hate is a fade out? What the hell is that about? In a song? Yeah. Chris Miles used to hate that as well. Oh, God. Oh, against well, that. then I love it. I love it. I take it back. <laughs> it's Do you never listen to Chris Miles? God, the way I just fucking go off on it. I'm so, we're talking about wine. Fuck me. Well, we're talking about <clears> fade <throat> outs actually now. I love a fade on a head. Hate a fade mm. on a track. I've learned how to do mm. a fade. Have you? Why? You hate to shave Matt's head. Oh, you mean like an actual uh, hair? uh, Hair fade. Thought you meant in audio production. (laughs) Oh yeah, I can do that too. Shall I do a fade out in a minute? Um, No. I'm going to do a fade out and you can't stop me. (laughs) Do you know what? I'm going to do a fade out right now as I talk about taking my time with my wine. So we play Monopoly Deal and this is going to be a very Mm. boring story so I'm going to fade out before the end of it. And as we're playing, I sing, take your time with your wine, take your time with your wine. Where did you get this song from?
Yeah. Alan McMasters, born mm. March the 20th, 1865. Oh, do we have to? He is credited with creating the first electric bread toaster, which then went on to be developed Speaking of Scottish people, let's see our our dream man. Frankie! The only man on which we can both agree. I was walking through Soho the other day and I was imagining what I would do if I saw him, like how I would approach him. And I think. What? No, you wouldn't approach him. Yeah, Sorry, I just lost my fucking voice. Sorry. No, I wouldn't. I decided. Too attracted to him. What I would do is I would go over and I would say, I love you. And I was hoping we would meet in a more um, peer on peer kind of context. But. No, (laughs) you fucking nerd. You would not say that. Because I'm also. Peer on peer context. (laughs) I'm also in the. To Frankie Boyle. I was hoping you'd I'm invite also me in the on business. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm but I'm realistic about the fact that that may never happen. And then I was going to say I play David Mitchell's daughter in Upstock Co. And you know David Mitchell because you go on his radio show, The Unbelievable Truth, and you laugh at his jokes and he laughs at your jokes. So I think you might like each other. And every now and then I see he likes things that you tweet and you like things that he tweets. Anyway, I know him. He knows you. I know you. I love you. You do yoga. That's what I was going to say. Do you think that's not cool? Well, I just think you're so adorable that you probably would get away with it, which is really annoying. If I did that, I assume the the police would be called. (laughs) So you saw him? Yeah, yeah. God, the audience were cunts. It was so... The amount of people whose phone went off... Really? Who got up to go to the loo. I understand that like some people have like maybe medical conditions where they do have to go to the toilet, but not as... Like there were like four or five people who got up to use the loo and it's like a 40 minute show. Like it was not a long thing like at all. You paid money as well. You've paid your hard earned cash to go and see Fleshy Frankie in the Fleshy and then Mm. you're going to go have a... I guess if you. I don't drunk. think this. There's no. This is what's driving. Me. There's no connection between anyone. No one is realizing the impact that their actions has on other people, and that's in like a general sense. Mm. But it was quite funny. He made a joke around the time like the third person's like phone had gone off or someone was getting up, and um, he just went, "Oh, modern modern narcissism," as I stand with my microphone on the stage <laughs> which was funny but I was like yeah it's fucking narcissism because like yeah. what's the point what's the point of going to the show and getting your phone out this guy just literally like got his phone out and was just like that like this like he was right near the stage as well he just like bolt like not even like shadily doing it can like, I audio describe what you just did you picked up an imaginary phone and gleefully tip tapped mm. Some imaginary mm. buttons with a big smile mm. on your face, full of glee. Yeah. But I reckon addiction, it's pure addiction to our phones. Mm. I actually don't know where my phone is right now, and I've just realised that through this conversation, and now I feel nervous. I, mm. I don't know where it is. Maybe that's healthy. It's over there. It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere. It doesn't matter, does it? It's okay. Mm. Pop it down. Pop it off. Yeah. Look at Frankie. He's there. He's there, you're missing it. And anyway, he bollocked him. He bollocked this guy. And it was funny, but I could see the hate in his eyes. I was like, you're so fucking bored of people like this. But the guy was, like, laughing. And I was like, do you not feel any, like, shame for, like... But that's the confusing thing about Frankie Boyle is you, if you're sitting near the front, you're expecting to be... 
Maybe he wanted at. him to notice him. Maybe it was all the yeah, ruse. He wanted to be got at. It's a bit. Um, what's that word where you like where you like being spanked? What's that word? Spanking. Spanking. You know where spanking you... fetish. What do you mean? <laughs> you know those men who like to be sort of sat on and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Were you like, like a submissive? Submissive. Maybe he's yeah. a submissive and he wanted Maybe he's into humiliation. Maybe he's got a humiliation That's fetish. it. That's what I'm getting at. Mm. You never know. You so, never know. Um, so Alan McCaster probably did McMaster. Have... Yeah. He invented the toaster between 1883 and 1893. Did it take him 10 years? Did he not, like, keep a diary? I don't know. I think if I invented the toaster, I'd be like, I'd walk around with my knob out saying, I've just invented the toaster. You're all fucking welcome. (laughs) It was while working in London that he met electronic engineer Evelyn, woman, Crompton. A woman! She was there. Oh, like, maybe we should do her. Evelyn was the first. Was a oh no, it's a man called Evelyn. Classic. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Rooks, Evelyn. Anyway, one night after working together to deliver an electrical and lighting system. Wait, one night after working together to deliver an electrical and lighting system for what would later become London Underground Northern Line. Crompton invited what? McMaster's for a drink. Legend has it that after half a bottle of whiskey, so you'd be on the floor, Tilly, McMaster's mm. admitted to Crompton his sly attempt to cost-cutting by sourcing a cheaper metal for his filaments. Filaments? Oh, my God. Filaments? Filaments, I think. Filaments. Scandal. The attempt was a complete failure as the supplier had put a large amount of nickel in the wire. This is boring. The resultant lamp <laughs> I'm ran... finding this fascinating. Oh my I gosh, think we should it, do it. It was an accident. The resultant lamp ran so hot that his nearby bread began to brown. McMaster's joked that he ought to put one in his kitchen. An amused Crompton invited McMaster's to join him at his laboratory. Why is this, why is this so... <laughs> the way you're reading this is so erotic. <laughs> Invited him to join him. I think it's the like way they're it's working written. together. <laughs> it's so this weird. Is this, fan is, fiction. this is Wikipedia, and it is written like yeah. fan fiction. Mm. Um, he invited him to his laboratory at number forty-eight Kensington <laughs> Court. It was there that McMaster spent the next several months perfecting the world's first electric bread toaster before selling the design on to Crompton. God, right. what a double act! Yeah, so McMaster's toaster was brought to mass market as the Eclipse, that's what it was called. It had four electric elements built on a ceramic base, as we're all now familiar with with our toasters. Electricity could be sourced via an adapter that plugged in between a lamp and a socket. Unfortunately, Mm. by 1894, the McMaster Eclipse toaster had become the cause of one of Britain's first deadly appliance fire. A woman in Guildford was overcome in her kitchen after the early elements (laughs) melted and ignited the table. McMaster's and Crompton denied wrongdoing and instead blamed the deceased. Blame the deceased. She died. For, quote, unquote, not holding appropriate respect for the power of the electric toaster. (laughs) (laughs) The invention of the electric... Okay, I I don't think these these men were nice. (laughs) Then, the invention of the electric kettle was also attributed to McMaster's, who sold the design to Crompton alongside the toaster. While it is largely the same technology, the element was held in separate chambers. So actually, I have changed my mind, you know, how I was like, we should all be grateful for all the things in our house. Yeah. Um, Like you say, I think they're bastards. 
Well, if they were trying to do the underground on the cheap, fuck knows what they put in the toaster to do that on the cheap. And then a woman died and they blamed her for not having respect for electricity. Mm. Not on, is it? No. I wonder if, um, what the most recent, like, I wonder if any, well, I guess it will be our Alexas will rise up and kill us, won't they? Yeah, I always say thank you to mine. Do you? Mm. Have you seen any of the Netflix um, robot-made films? No. They're made using algorithms. I think you would really enjoy it. I'm going to send you the. Um, I'm going to send you the Netflix Christmas film made using okay. AI. So it's very strange. It's like mm. all of the things that make us human trying to be understood by robots. I find it quite cute. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. It's like an alien, like, looking at us and going, humans like this. I just find it sweet. I love robot characters and things. I really feel like I can empathise with them. (laughs) Even when the robot I don't know why, (laughs) Helen. Yeah, Netflix's first holiday film made by bots. Yeah, that's it. Okay. The The title of the film is Carol's Christmas Carol for Carol, A Woman Named Carol. (laughs) As you might surmise from the title, it's about a woman named Carol who is looking for love for Christmas. We then meet Carol and her grandmother and the the narration is hilarious as her grandmother is described as an elder being and (laughs) enters oldly. Her grandmother has won an award for never being single on Christmas. And if Carol doesn't have a relationship... Not only will she go to Christmas jail, (laughs) but her grandmother will get older. The Christmas that makes you old. Carol prays for Santa to give her a boyfriend that becomes man-husband. And the prayer enters Santa's beard, yes really, as he eats eggs in his chimney house. (laughs) Then we meet Elf 27. Mm Mm-hmm. Who Santa turns into a human and tells him to date Carol for Christmas and then to return, or he will turn him into three Christmas ghosts. Yes. And then it goes on and on and on. It's really excellent. I highly recommend watching it. But like you say, it's sort of cute, but it sort of makes you think it's our culture being understood by an outsider and you think, God, we're weird. Yeah. Do you like, uh, well, no, because you don't like the holiday, famously. I had a message. From Sarah Cribb, Dave Cribb's sister, saying, mm. I concur, the holidays are the <gasps> worst top five films. No! So for anyone that doesn't listen, this is a crossover reference to We Took Over Cabin Fever, which is Dave Cribb and Tom Price. T- Tom Price. Mm. Tom from Tom. Tom Price's podcast. And, um, and on that, we were talking about the holiday. Why are we always talking about Christmas? I do like Christmas. Nostalgia. Yeah. Lack of control in our lives. <laughs> Wanting to be children. A again. desire, yeah, a desire to return to being a child. To being yeah. in the womb. Anyway, yeah. I think the holidays in the top five worst films ever made. Tiddy thinks that it's okay. It's an okay, enjoyable film with some good performances, slightly mawkish and sentimental, but I actually love stuff like that, contrary to my yeah, personality. Yeah, what the hell? See, I'm really cynical about stuff like that. You'd think it would be the other way around. But we are the opposite to how we appear. Famously. (laughs) 
You're a big optimist, aren't you, in your heart and your belly? I'm the secret, I'm the secret, lovely, sentimental one. And you're the uh, ice queen. The ice queen, yeah. Do you know, have I said this? I might have already said this because we do just repeat ourselves on this podcast. That I was mm. reading about pessimism being a form of optimism because it's you preparing for something that might happen and trying to imagine and plan for an alternative. So, mm. like, I'm trying to think of an example. I've been quite pessimistic about what's going to happen with COVID. Like, previously, I was like, there's going to be another lockdown before there was another lockdown. But I think that's quite an optimistic way of being. Because then you plan to not be disappointed. <laughs> You've lost me. But I agree with you. Seeing as we've disagreed on the holiday and we need to find some... <laughs> some common of, ground. Uh, some common ground. Oh, thank you. I feel validated. I don't think there's going to be another lockdown. No, I was talking about the past. I mean, I do. Uh, I do, but I'm, uh, I think it... In do a, you? Yeah, I do, but in a way that I think I'm probably wrong. I just sort of have a... have a You know, when you, I sort of also think there's a heaven, but, like, I'm probably wrong. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of those. Do you? Do you think there's a heaven? Imagine there's, there's a heaven. There's no heaven. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How big is your toaster? Do you have a fourer or a two-er? We have a fourer. What do you have? A two-er. A two-er, fucking hell, Helen, you've been on the telly. It's one of those white, you know, those like white five-pound ones that you can buy. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. The thing is... You're crowding around the toaster in the morning, waiting for each other to finish. Pathetic. What are you doing? We just take it in turns. Patience is a really valuable life lesson. No, We did have a fourer. It's not... it's not good enough. We had so we had a fourer, and two of the four did not work. So essentially, mm. we had a tour that was posturing as a fourer. So we got mm. into the habit and the ritual and the routine of having a tour. So then, when we were getting the new toaster, we were like, "Well, why would we get a fourer when we know we can survive with a tour?" So now we have a tour. Mm. You know, tour is how Matt Woodhead, partner in crime, says the word tour. Oh, it's probably how you say tour as well. Is it tour? Tour. It would it would be how I would say it if I wasn't feeling self conscious about my accent, which is never, <laughs> as I've spent ten years around posh people. So yeah, I would say tua, pua. Um, would you say Luke and book? Luke and the no, Coop, I'd say look, look and book. Uh, look, book. But tour. as I am in London, I would say look and book. And would you say tour? I'd I'd say tua. 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 A tourister, yeah, all right. A forester. I want a new microwave, that's my new ambition. 
Oh, uh, well, I think microwaves is okay to cheap out on, really. They do the job. Bang. Bang. Have you ever worked in an office? No, you've only been an actor. Yeah. <laughs> and a theatre maker. When I the the one of the best things about working in an office is the most like the posh ones with the like really like futuristic like microwaves that are just they feel good to use, you know. I Whereas think... like anything below like eighty pounds on a microwave, you're getting the same thing, so you may as well buy the fucking cheap one. But you are when you are standing next to it, you are like, is this giving me cancer? You yeah. know, like it's very rickety and And all my food always tastes like all of the other food that we eat yeah. because we never clean it. So it's just like just beans basically. Yeah. It's just pure beans. Yeah. So I'll be mm. making a pot noodle and it's just beans pot noodle. You don't microwave a pot noodle. What am I on about? Uncle Ben's rice. Uncle Ben's rice, okay. Beanie Uncle Ben's rice. Cup of tea? Beanie cup of tea. Yeah, I'll I'll microwave a hot drink from time to time if it's if it's gone wrong. But some people are very against that. I used to live with someone who didn't use the kettle. She just warmed up hot water in the microwave no, in the morning. No, no, no. Death. Death sentence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not the no. one. Not the no. one. No, 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 no. What is no. your favourite household appliance? Speaking of practising gratitude. Oh, wow. Well, it's the one that I don't have, which is a dishwasher. Oh, I wish. Yeah. I so dearly wish I had one because it the level of improvement it brings to your life is second to none. It's the best. It's the, be- it's the best. I will never... Have you ever lived anywhere with one? I've got one at the moment. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so we had one, but it was broken for quite a long time. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I and remember. It, and, it, and it broke. The amount that I know about your life is. Also, scary. can I just say, welcome back to Bitchin. We're talking about burning bread and household appliances. appliances. And mm. this is really going to bring a new audience to the show. I'm really, opt- I feel really optimistic. Actually, I don't feel pessimistic at all. I feel really optimistic about doing this show and like <laughs> what it can do for our careers. And um, I think we should both just say some our I, most outrageous political viewpoint now. To, because no to one's count, Yeah, because they've all switched off during the chat about the microwave. Mm. So, my, I mean, it depends who you talk to, but I just, I think you should abolish the royal family. That's probably my... I mean, is that... Is that... That's, that's I don't fine, know. I see that at weddings and people get really angry. I think people feel an attachment to the Queen. I think... Because she's an old lady who has mostly lived her life with a sense of duty and public Haven't service. Haven't we all, though... But I feel like once she passes on, yeah, people don't like Charles. I think people you'd don't be like surprised. Him. I think you would be surprised. I just take them nah. into the forest. I know what you mean. I wouldn't say. <laughs> I wouldn't say. I probably wouldn't say that in like in company. Yeah. That I. But to be honest, I tend. I tend to just not <laughs> go out. <laughs> Say anything or go out or meet anyone. Talk to people. So to be honest, it's not really a problem that comes up um, because you would have to mm-hmm. meet new people mm-hmm. to feel on edge about revealing your mm. political beliefs mm-hmm. and opinions. I mean, I just think that I think the royal family can stay, but let's like turn them into an actual reality show and like make some fucking money. Let's turn it into Big Brother. Let's put some oh, cameras yeah. in the palace. Isn't that just called like, the crown? No, because they're all being paid 
Oh, I see. You want us to make... So it's like a socialist reality TV show where we're all owners, like the owners of what they call share owners. It's sort of like the Hunger Games. Maybe we can like send bees into the toilet when Charles is having a shit. Wouldn't that be cool? Like join ownership of the royals. Yeah, and we'll turn the palace into a timeshare and it's like a lottery and everyone puts the thing and like maybe you get to spend a week. Oh, I love a lottery. lottery. You'll be buying 10,000 tickets. Oh my God, I'm so here for this. We'll be able to renovate the palace with with your <laughs> tickets alone. I'll get myself a new toaster to take with me. A fora, a fora yeah. in the palace. I bet they've got an eater, haven't they? Oh, I bet they've got... I, well, I bet they get... I bet Do it's you know grilled. I bet they've got, by grill. you know, in hotels when you pop your toast in and then it goes all the way out the end and yes. round Yes. Oh, <laughs> my God. Why does it taste Why so much better? Why does it taste so good? Also, I bet Alan McMaster would be... Proud mm. of that invention, a moving toaster. Mm. I bet he, I bet he would be. It's his life's work. Yeah. Burning a woman to death. <laughs> well, listen, well, you can't make toast without killing a few people, as the old adage goes. You got adage, crack adage, a few, adage. Crack a few breads to make a dead person. I don't know. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Okay. Well, this has well, been what it's yeah. been. We are back. We are back. Have we grown as people? No. Regret. But I sort of feel like, yeah, I sort of feel like that's maybe comforting. That people don't Do you change. think anyone hate listens to this? Yes. And it's like, God, they're so fucking stupid. Yes, I hate them. Yes. They make me feel so good about I myself. I would, you know. I think if I was a listener, this would not be the podcast for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would honestly, I'd be like, what are they on about? <laughs> Well, well, everyone, keep listening. Uh, we really believe in the show. Uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies, um, if you want them to suffer, mm-hmm. I guess. And we'll be back next week, in theory. Um, <laughs> With yet another heavily researched topic. I can't. And wait. I guess, you know, the show now is just, we just do it and it's sort of fine. And I guess we'll keep doing it until one of us has a baby and then it'll be. Are you having are you having a baby? No, I'm not I'm not having a baby. Not right now. I haven't got any money. Have you got any money? You don't this is the thing, you just make it work. Are you crying? <laughs> I was, you just make oh. it work. You make it work. She really wants a baby. My friend Gabby's okay. pregnant. Oh It's such good news. Oh look Gonna be an auntie. Oh how nice. Yeah. Good times. Congratulations, Gabby. Congratulations, Gabby. Well done. Well done. All right, but we'll just bring the babies on. Bitching with guests. That's going to be so annoying. <laughs> okay. We live in a culture that hates... Ch- oh, so, okay, let's go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We live in a society. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Bitching with Tilly Steele and Helen Monks. Music is by Dave Cribb and our artwork is by Luke W. Robson. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it and do follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We love to hear from you. Bye. Great big owl.